The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell along with Jenna Tobble, the Director of Brand and Digital Member Experience at First Alliance Credit Union. Hello, Jenna. Hey, Andy. So last week, actually the last few episodes, we've been doing holiday-themed programs about shopping and New Year's resolutions. What's Mm -hmm. our Good Money Moves topic this week? Yeah, around this time in January, most people are starting to find out just how much they put on their credit cards over the holidays. Those credit card statements are starting to come into people's inboxes and their statements are maybe a little bit showing higher balances than they anticipated, right? So <laughs> um, we've all been there, right? Yep. Um, the ouch statements. Yes, yes. Those holiday hangover statements are going to feel uh, feel a little painful for some people, I think, Um So today we're really going to be talking about what you should do if you do realize that you overspent on the holidays. Um, And we all know the holidays are very expensive. That's uh, kind of an obvious statement. But I think what's interesting is that the average American was expected to spend at least $800 on Christmas gifts alone. And I know for myself, I spent far more than that. Yep. Um, your boat as well. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so how do you finance such a, a big cost? Well, most people do turn to some form of borrowing and usually that tends to be credit cards. Uh, about 41% of Americans expected to go into debt shopping for gifts this last year. So it's understandable why this happens, right? It's really, you want to give nice gifts to your friends and family and using that credit card is a really easy way to do that without maybe losing track of how much you did spend as easily, but it still does happen. So, you know, once the holidays are over, which they they are pretty much over at this point, it's time to start paying attention on how to get those balances paid off. Yep. That's why they call it the holiday hangover. They do. <laughs> so... What's the first step once you got the credit card bill or bills with all that damage from the spending you and I did over the holidays? Yeah, so it's going to be really important to first get in the right mindset and don't beat yourself up if you did spend more than you thought you did or more than you anticipated spending. It's really easy to do. Um, You know, like I said, 41% of Americans expected (laughs) to go into debt. So it's, you know, the other 60% of Americans who maybe (laughs) went into debt without planning on going into debt that we're talking about. But you you have a lot of company. Yeah. Yeah. You're definitely not alone. And it does, you know, it's so common to overspend over the holidays. So if you're definitely not alone. Um, But it's important to just kind of come to terms with whatever you did spend, right? So what's done is done. You can't go back and unspend the money necessarily. Um, And if nothing else, you know, even if you did overspend, you hopefully got to make your friends and family happy, which is not a bad thing. Um, So really, it's about just an acceptance of what is. And that mindset can really go a long way to help you feel more confident to move forward um, to get that debt paid off. Because, you know... 
when most people realize that they've overspent, their first inclination is to just ignore <laughs> that credit card statement. That it's a gut reaction, like, oh, I don't want to deal with this. And, um, you know, they may know that they're already in debt anyway. And so why bother, you know, depressing yourself with these unnecessary <laughs> details and things like that. But the, the thing to remember is that you do need to know how much debt you've accumulated. Um, and this is going to really help you to just understand maybe where it is you overspent. Did you overspend in the gift area, in the food area, in decorations? Like maybe there's a a spot where you spent more than you in originally anticipated or expected to. And it, you know, can just kind of give you a really good insight into maybe what triggered that for you as you look at into next year a little bit. Um, and it can also give you, you know, it's also going to show you how much money you're going to need in order to pay that balance down over the following months as quickly as possible. So I'm so, going to do, as the TV shows say, I'm going to do a forensic audit on myself. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Dig into those details. Don't be afraid of them. Um, you know, and really taking the time to assess the debt that you've accumulated over the last several weeks is also going to give you the opportunity on the positive side to, you know, if you use like something like a rewards credit card, you'll kind of be able to determine how many rewards you might have earned as a result of this spending. And, you know, in if you have a rewards card that offers something like cash back, typically you can use that cash to pay down part of your balance so you can kind of get out the gate in a better spot. Or maybe you can look at those rewards and start planning, you know, your your upcoming spring vacation and use those for travel or something. So there is some positive here, too, to pay attention to when it, when You're, you do get those statements. <laughs> You're working hard at that, that's for sure. But the other positive <laughs> to me would be if I do this review, I can get a gauge on what I actually spent, add it all up and go, okay, now I can plan for next year, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Absolutely. I can look at it and say, well, I bought those decorations. I don't need to buy decorations next year. I've got plenty of them. So I exactly. can count on not needing to do that if I have just a little bit of discipline. What else do you have out there? What should I do if I've spent more than I planned? Yeah, so once you kind of know where you're at, it's going to be really important to just get back into your regular spending habits, right? Don't continue to overspend right it can be really hard like right you just spent the last six weeks spending um like crazy and sometimes it can be hard to go back to that normal amount of purchasing because for some people they really enjoy going out and shopping they really enjoy spending that money and finding fun gifts for people and they kind of get into this spirit of shopping a little bit and some for some people it can be hard to get back to that normal day-to-day -day spending but it is going to be really important that you kind of get back to that so and it, for those who are maybe more apt to bury their head in the sand when it comes to paying off these um, accumulated debt over the holidays right you might not want to start throwing tons of money at your debt right away to get it paid off um, but it would be it would not help you to avoid that and build that back into what your normal spending plan is throughout the year. So hopefully you already have a plan in place for how you were going to pay this off beforehand. But if you didn't, now's the time to come up with that plan. Um, and really, this is important. So you don't give your chance yourself the chance to keep overspending over the following months. Um, 
So when you do get back into that regular spending habits, you're going to really know how much money you have to put towards those debts, um, get that paid down and fit that back into your regular spending plan. Um, and even better. A party, a party has to end at some point, right? It does. It does. <laughs> I, know. I hate to be the bearer of bad news here, but <laughs> yes, it does. Um, you know, and as you kind of look through your spending plan, um, it's going to be good to try to start finding maybe that extra money that you can use to kind of help pay off, pay down that holiday debt a little bit faster or maybe more efficiently. So maybe you need to cut back on the money you've typically spend on going out to eat for a couple weeks, or maybe you cut back on the amount of coffee trips you make to Starbucks or Caribou, um, you know, or maybe, you know, that money that you typically would use to go see a movie or something, you put that towards paying down the holiday debt just to get a good start on it, get it, get some momentum going to get that paid down. Because once you get started on it, you have a plan in place for how to do that. It's going to be, it's going to feel a lot less daunting. Um, that's for sure. And and mind you, obviously, you know, cutting back here and there is not going to completely get, get rid of your debt, but it will, you know, every little bit helps when it comes to getting that stuff paid down quickly, because you certainly don't want to be paying off this debt come Christmas time next year and put yourself even further behind. So it's going to be really important that you get your holiday debt paid down, you know, within, I would say, three to four months, maybe six max. But if you can't get it paid down within that um, you may have really, really overspent, and then that's a whole different scenario. So, um, but really, if it most people are able to pay that down relatively quickly once they come up with a plan. Um, and if you don't have, if you've never put together a spending plan or a budget um, previously, now is a great time to create one um, because when money is tight, it's especially important to have a solid spending plan and budget in place. I imagine this time of the year is when a lot of people actually begin budgeting, not only from mm -hmm. the New Year's resolutions, but from what we're talking about today, the holiday hangover. And you look at yeah. that credit card statement and realize, I got to do something about this. I got to mm -hmm. have a plan, as you said. And the yeah, other aspect absolutely. of this is you emphasized it just getting started. Yeah. Because that is such a psychological boost to mm -hmm. even say, okay, this month I'm going to pay $50 extra on that credit card bill compared to what I did the previous month. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. just yeah. that you took 50 bucks off of it right there, that one chunk. And then you, to me, that when I went through this process many, many, many years ago, that gave me a mm -hmm. lot of strength. Yeah. I made, I made progress for crying out loud, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. You know, any little bit that you can can throw at it to get it paid down faster, the the better off you are. Absolutely. Yep. All right. We're talking about the holiday hangover, the um, debt we accrued for uh, during the holidays with our splendid holiday activities and gift giving. And uh, we're talking about how to pay it all off now. And we'll continue after this break with more. Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. This week's topic, paying off the holiday debt. 
<laughs> so we talked about getting in the right mindset. I don't beat myself up. I take stock of how much money I did spend and how much I've added to my debt. And I've reviewed my credit cards and I'm ready to go. What's next? Yeah. Then So the next step is really to kind of start to categorize those debts. So, and so if you have multiple credit card debts, um, you might have some debts that are easier to pay off than others, right? Maybe some of them have a lower balance or they have a more favorable favorable interest rate, something like that. And so really it's just time to kind of take a look at what all you have out there. Um, and since credit card interest is pretty high right now, the faster that you can pay off some of those debts, really the less interest that you're going to have to pay overall. So it's going to be an important area to pay attention to. Um, so once you've kind of paid off the balances that you don't owe much on, you can start in on some of those larger debts. Um, and you and this is kind of a, the the snowball methodology that I'm talking about here. So you kind of start start with those smaller ones, and build and build and build those payments up as you kind of roll those into one large payment to pay off those really big ones that you have. And this this works really well when you have multiple credit cards that you're trying to pay off. Um, so kind of once you're finished, you just take the payment that you were using to pay off that smaller debt and apply it to the next one and the next one and the next one. Um, and it feels and so darn do, good when you do it. It does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's really kind of built. I mean, if you can imagine a snowball rolling down a hill, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. So that's kind of the concept there. You're slowly making bigger and bigger payments to make a bigger and bigger impact on those credit card bills that you have. Um, along the way. So most of most people find it um, really motivating, like you said, to start by start off by eliminating your smaller debts first because you get those quick wins um, and it really helps you build momentum and feel like you're making progress faster, which you are. Um, but there is an argument to be made for kind of tackling those credit cards that maybe have the highest interest rates as well first so that you're getting those paid off and you're not paying as much interest more quickly. So there's kind of two ways you can approach it. Um, right. And whichever one works for works best for you is fine. You know, one is focused on just getting the debt taken care of quickly. The other one is about kind of trying to avoid paying those higher interest rates. So whichever is more motivating for you is is the correct approach to take. But it's but really, it's all about kind of taking taking a minute to, you know, review as you're reviewing those credit card bills you know, pay attention to those interest rates, pay attention to those minimum payments, pay attention to the full balances and kind of come up with a really good plan to tackle those really quickly. If you have that debt spread across multiple cards. I think these uh, going back to psychology again, and you, you mentioned mm -hmm. the word motivation. I think mm -hmm. that's the key to that snowball method is mm -hmm. regardless of the interest rate you're paying, if you have, let's say, a hundred bucks on some department store credit card that's mm -hmm. hanging out there. And you say, I'm going to pay an extra hundred dollars towards my debt to resolve this. You just paid that one off in one month. And then yeah. you can take that hundred bucks. And when you put it on the next one, maybe it's two or three months to pay off the next one. Mm -hmm. But the next thing, you know, yeah, I, I can't understate the value of how motivational that is because you, the number of debts shrinks fairly quickly. Yeah. yeah it gives you it all that strength for taking on the big ones. Exactly. Exactly. And a, a, 
honestly, a lot of managing your finances is all of, is more emotional and psychological than it is logical. So I believe it. it is absolutely the case. Find what motivates you. Find what makes you feel like you're making progress quickly and do that. There are other options out there, right? Maybe you can explain another option. Yeah. So, I mean, if if the amount of credit cards that you have um, sitting out there is overwhelming for you, uh, another great way that you can kind of gain some control and feel some confidence, again, around getting your debt paid off would be to look at something like a debt consolidation loan. Um, you know, there are... The, for those who aren't aware of what that is or what I'm talking about, that's where you essentially you take out a personal loan. So it's a fixed term instead of revolving credit like a credit card. It, it, there's an end date to when you finish paying off that loan. You can never add more to it. Right. So you take out a personal loan and you use that those funds to pay off all of your other outstanding debts. So all of your other credit cards. Um, so you essentially you have one large fixed loan with a set number of payments in which you'll pay off that balance. So it's condensing your payments from multiple into one, and it allows you to know exactly how much you need to pay each month and exactly when all of that debt will be paid off by. So for some people, that is the way that they feel motivated as they feel like they have more control over that and they have a better understanding without having to keep track of all these different cards or all these different debts that are outstanding. Um, the key there and, is to cut up the credit cards. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially if, yeah, if you can't, if you don't think that you can control yourself afterwards, then yeah, that may be the best option. Um, you know, so, but another kind of nice thing with the debt consolidation loan is that you end up paying a lot less interest because the, it is a fixed loan and therefore that interest rate tends to be a lot lower on a personal loan for debt consolidation than it does if you're paying on credit cards. So you can save yourself some money, you can cut the time off how long it's gonna take you to repay and you have a little bit more control over what that payment can look like. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but it's, it's not an option a lot of people think about, but it can be a very effective way to pay off that holiday credit card debt, um, especially if you maybe had some debt on those cards prior to the holidays and now it's just kind of become more unmanageable than you anticipated just because it's kind of debt accumulated throughout the year plus holiday debt. Um, you know, it, it, it's a really good option to consider and there's a lot of pros and cons and it all depends on your specific situation, whether or not that's the right solution for you. Um, another really good option would be to consider doing a balance transfer to a credit card with a lower interest rate. So it's a very, it's it's a type of debt consolidation where you essentially use one credit card to pay off all the others, but you're using your credit card with your with the lowest rate on it. Um, and you can look for things like, you know, 0% interest for so many months. If you do balance transfers, there's a lot of options like that out there. Um, but it's really just another way to consolidate your credit card bills to really simplify getting your finances back in order when you've overspent during the holidays. All right. That's what we're talking about, getting your financing back in order. Finances, that is, after maybe perhaps going on a bit of a spending binge over the holidays. This is Good Money Moves. We'll be back in a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 
96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. It's Good Money Moves. The topic this week is paying off our holiday debts in a timely manner. We've talked about the snowball method. We've talked about debt consolidation loans. All good options. Any other tips? Yeah, so of course I have more tips. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, one way um, that you can kind of think about getting this holiday debt paid down quickly if you like way overspent on the holidays would be to get like some additional income coming in a nice side hustle if you will um that way you can kind of put more money towards your debts by you know you can do it by making cuts in other areas like we talked about early in the show but sometimes it just helps to have a little bit more income coming in that you can put specifically towards that um and that's where you can try to find ways to just bring in a little bit more money over the next couple of weeks, couple of months. You know, you can look through Craigslist, see if anybody out there just needs help, you know, shoveling their driveways or, you know, raking leaves or walking their dog, you know, all kinds of things. There's lots of people in your neighborhood probably that could use a little help and are willing to pay a little bit of money to you to do that. Um, If you're particularly crafty, you can always, you know, make things and try to sell them on Etsy for a short amount of time you don't have to make it a full-time job by any stretch of the imagination just a little something you can do on the side to bring in a little extra money to get those debts paid down more quickly um and you know once you get those debts paid off um you can if you really enjoy what you're doing you can keep that that extra income coming in and keep that little side hustle going um to take advantage of extra money throughout the year or you can just say nope i did what i needed to do i'm done doing this extra stuff. So it's just <laughs> just one option out there. You know, there's always things you can do to bring in more money if that's really where you need to be. Um, there's a ton more options than there used to be with the, you know, what do they call it? The gig economy, the, yeah. uh, the DoorDash drivers, things like that, where you can set yeah. your own hours. Yeah. Yeah. DoorDash, you know, Uber Eats. Um, you, if you, you could do voice work through different online places, you can do all kinds of stuff to just, as you have time sort of stuff. So absolutely. Okay. Is there anything else out there that someone should be thinking about when it comes to getting rid of all that holiday debt? Yeah. Well, and we kind of alluded to this earlier in the show, but the other thing I think is important to consider when you're kind of going through this process of how am I going to get this debt paid down and and get a plan in place is to really start thinking about next year already. Well, not next year, this December, I should say, because we're already in 2023. Um, So as you've kind of been paying off your debts, you know, get some clarity. Where did you overspend? Why did you overspend in that area? Do you think that you're going to spend the same amount next year? And how do you prepare yourself for that now so that you don't end up having to put so much on credit cards later, right? Um, Take that knowledge that that you found about your spending habits for the holiday season and start saving up for next year. Um, You can use like a separate savings account. There's club accounts um, that can help you start saving money for specific things like the holidays. Um, And really just kind of slowly start putting some money into that account to help you reach that amount that you plan to spend next year or at least 
cut back on the amount that you have to use your credit cards for, um, you know, and just take some time to really kind of assess that. And I think you'll find that you'll be able to put yourself in a much better place come December than if you didn't kind of plan ahead for this at all. So even if you aren't able to cover every expense with the savings, any little bit that you can cover ahead of time is always better. So. And the beauty of that is if you do that this year and say you get to 60, 70 percent mm-hmm. saved up for, maybe the next year it'll be a lot easier to cover the whole bill with savings. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Always good information. <laughs> if And as always, Jenna, I, I sound like a broken record when I say this, but I'm going to say it again. I know you have places where I can find out a whole lot more if uh, if I'm facing this holiday debt and I and I need some help, where can I where, where can I find out more? Yeah, absolutely. As always, I encourage our listeners to visit our website at firstalliancecu.com. Subscribe to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice out there every week. You can go back and listen to past episodes of this show at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on carocnews.com. You can subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasts. Um, Of course, if you love this show, please leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform, or you can send me an email at marketing at firstalliancecu.com. Let me know what you think of the show, or if there's any specific questions or topics you'd like us to answer and cover on Good Money Moves, please send me an email. Um, And of course, I strongly encourage you to reach out to our team at First Alliance Credit Union. Um, Our team is so knowledgeable and so helpful. They are here. They can help you figure out how to get that holiday debt paid down. They can help you find ways to start saving for the holidays for next year. You've got if you've got more questions about things that we covered in the show, like debt consolidation, balance transfers, holiday club accounts, other types of savings accounts. They are here to answer your questions and they can get you pointed in the right financial direction to start making good money moves today. Of course, that's First Alliance Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA and an equal housing lender. Jenna Tobble, thank you again so much. Thanks. All right. We'll chat again next week with another Good Money Moves program right here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.